Yeah, have you bought a new Hoover? Uh, what, me? Yeah. No, although I did broach the subject of the new Hoover with the flatmates. Yeah. And, and I talked about Shark Brilliant the other day. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Did they appreciate uh, they were, it? They're open to it. They're open to it. I said, Rich comes with a big recommendation from Rich. Mm-hmm. But obviously, my flatmate listens to the pod, and he was like, yeah, 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 probably will go for Shark Brilliant. I should. Great. Um, brilliant. So that. <laughs> that is yep, Shark that, Brilliant. That, that is Shark Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love, well, lovely. And I got a I got a person who has taken me up on the uh, deodorant recommendation. Are you guys aware of this? Oh yes, I I did what see I did see the, the deodorant recommendation. Oh, right. oh good, yeah. excellent. Yeah. I can't hear Rich. What did, what did you say, Rich? He, he uh, said excellent. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They went for sport triumph, different fragrance. Mm. But um, I, I I hope to hear back in terms of performance. <laughs> what does but, yeah. sport triumph <laughs> smell like? What does sports triumph smell like, Rich this said? This guy says a little bit like pineapple. Of <laughs> <laughs> course. That, that, that makes sense, yeah. I'm, I'm it's exactly what triumph smells yeah. like. <laughs> Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 300! That was me doing the echo. That was good. like that. Yeah, I loved it, actually. Yeah, thanks very much. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, there will be no glory in his sacrifice, for I will erase even the memory of Rich Walker from the histories. Every piece of Greek parchment shall be burned. Every video game historian and every scribe shall have their eyes pulled out and their tongues cut from their mouths while uttering the very name of Walker will be punishable by death. The world will never know you existed at all. Rich Walker! What is that? That sounds awful. That isn't a cultural reference from the past seven days. That is, in fact... A quote from 300, 300. Oh, the film. Brilliant. I see what you did there. A momentous occasion, Rich, and I am a bit apprehensive to mention why this is... Well, first, it's, it's momentous because it is episode 300, but yeah. also, we're filming this, mm. and I am... I don't know, because it might go tits up, and yeah. if it does then I might have to go back through the audio version and edit <laughs> the points out where I mention the fact that it's being filmed. Okay. But, you know, I probably won't do that even if the camera does <laughs> fuck up in yeah. some way, shape or form. But if people like this, then maybe we'll do it in the future as well. And I don't know. Now, you did say before we started recording that people aren't getting an accurate representation of how the podcast is done. True, because I'm you're not seat. happy with. Yeah. No, I feel really out of sorts. I usually sit there. Mm-hmm. And usually where Claire in, is. Where Claire is, yeah. Claire's taking my seat today. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is weird in so many ways. Will you be able to, you know, muster up the courage and power oh, through? Oh, yeah, I'll and, power through. I'm a professional. Because I'm, I'm looking for yeah. your, your best performance yet. Don't worry. Don't worry. I never do. <laughs> I've got it in the bag, mate. On to the news this week. And we start off with... What is arguably, nay, fact, the biggest news of 2019. We may only be 14 or 15 days in, but still. It's big. It is, in fact, big. Bungie and Activision have parted ways. Da, da, da. Yeah. 
incredible news. Mm. No, Bungie will retain the publishing rights or gain the publishing rights, I should say, uh, to Destiny. So they won't have to worry about Activision sticking their nose in mm-hmm. down to the man. I don't know. I don't really know what this story means. That's why I brought on Bungie expert, Halo follower, Dean Abdu. Dean, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic. But as I said, clueless. I don't know uh-huh. what any of this means. I am Alicia Silverstone. Please fill me in. It was Alicia Silverstone, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? it was, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So much. I don't know what any of that means. But essentially, it just means that Bungie will be able to do more of what they want to do with the Destiny franchise and not have the uh, big heads up top steering them away from certain stuff. And big like, heads. yeah, the big heads, you know. Do you, you remember know, big the, heads? <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yeah, from a couple of years ago, yeah. Jason Manford. Oh, that thing. Wasn't oh, that big heads? God, yeah, that was awful. It's horrendous. I it forgot was, that ever happened. It was basically a light entertainment show on ITV, Dean, where. Uh, yeah, Jason Manford presented sort of it took elements of gladiators. Yeah, he basically put and, and you put on giant celebrity yeah, it's like, heads. Oh, here's fucking Tom from Shropshire wearing a Arnold Schwarzenegger head. Let the wackiness ensue. Yeah, stupid, excellent television yeah. show. Anyway, huh. Dean, sorry. So, but do, like, did they have big, big heads <laughs> breathing down their neck? Like, what, what does this really mean? Does this actually mean that? Destiny 3 now is going to be the greatest game of all time. What, well, what is, what is I mean, mean, I don't know if that's going to mean that Destiny 3 will be the greatest game of all time. Or how will Destiny 3 change? Like, what, or what do you think will change? I mean, honestly, I have no idea what... So why is it good? Bungie, because uh, apparently Activision are the pinnacle of all evil. With their, they've not had a good track record with a few fair. things. I, I thought, thought EA were meant to be. I don't think it's fair that either. But of them either are. way, I yeah, yeah, they've you, got to make money. They're a business. Exactly. You know, you're right. They are a business, and that's what they, like when you go to social media and Twitters. The majority of the takes on this is like, oh, thank God they can get out of the hands of that evil corporation, Activision. Like, okay, I mean, like they might not have been great, but they're not the evilest thing. Destiny One existed. and Two were still good games. You yeah, know, we forget. I I enjoyed Destiny Two. So, yeah. like I mean, by all reports, Destiny Two didn't perform as well as they had hoped. No. So maybe this is beneficial for both. Like Bungie said, let me hear or see here. Bungie said we have enjoyed a successful eight-year run and would like to thank Activision for their partnership on Destiny. Looking ahead, we're excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer publishing rights to Destiny. Uh, for Destiny to Bungie, and yeah, like it, because it's mad. It was it was meant to be a ten year deal, mm-hmm. um, which was going to see games released a bit more frequently than they actually did end up being released. I suppose, um, but uh, I, I I just I I don't know. Is this actually, you know, the 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 incredible glorious news that people are making out? I, look. I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here, but I like. What well, do you presu- think? Presumably, it's because will will they have? Because they're not going to have the funding now of Activision, but, but they're also not going to have to adhere to yeah. Activision's well, you know it's, release it's, times and yeah. it's whatever else. Creative freedom, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And they they kind of you know dictate when stuff comes out, and yeah, they run the show essentially, right? Which has got to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I imagine, I think the biggest thing that people are taking away from this, or like, as in generally the public, would be like, microtransactions all stemmed from Activision, so maybe Destiny 3 will be rid of all the 
of whatever the microtransaction was. It's very was. independent as well. Could they go back and make another Halo game for Microsoft if they wanted to? I don't know if, if I'd Microsoft want that. Them. No? I think, you know, they passed that, away. I mean, uh, like I mean, they've poor, done. Poor, they could, but... I mean, 343, three, yeah. 343 could still do their thing within the franchise. Maybe Bungie could just... They could consult on it. Mm-hmm. They they could they could do uh, an offshoot a spin off they could do like Halo Reach two or something maybe yeah. I I, I mean, think the, though that the, the cu- oyster now isn't current it? Bungie is very different to Halo Bungie before they they split ways yeah, I mean, like no, they, it, didn't they have a lot happen. of team shifts <laughs> like even some of the team that were part of Bungie are still at three four three to continue yeah. with Halo so I'm you know saying, if they wanted to if they, they wanted to. Now. Yeah, yeah, they could. I mean, now that they're they're independent, they like they can. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. They could just like bin Destiny, be like, yeah, yeah, be yeah. like, hey, we got this it's foolish, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're not going to do anything with it. Uh, they won't obviously do that. They'll they'll do a Destiny three. Um, as to how that'll turn out, I don't know because we don't know the trade secrets of what Activision was saying to Bungie or what Bungie was trying to get in that Activision wasn't letting them have in. Um, I guess as well that they'll be able to make a game to their own schedule rather than to yeah. Activision's schedule, meaning that they can focus well, a bit more time on it. I think it's it'll be super interesting to see what Destiny Three looks like now. I think I think they're not going to be in Destiny. Like Destiny, no, obviously is, not. Yeah, is no. a a very big franchise and only became I, well, I suppose more respected maybe rather than bigger with Destiny Two. Yeah, I think maybe. One more at the least, and then maybe they'll do something new, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, one sense. of the interesting things from this story was uh, that um, one of the uh, journalists who was reporting on uh, who was at the office at the time was saying that when the announcement was made to Bungie, apparently there was an audible cheer from everybody there when mm. they, they, they was like, wow. so we're no longer part of Activision. Yeah! God, maybe Activision are uh, pure. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perhaps. I, I don't know, like, you have um, analysts coming out and saying that Destiny 3 is going to be coming in 2020 and that, yeah, the original deal was meant to see a new Destiny game every two years, mm. which obviously didn't come to pass. If it doesn't mm. come out in 2020, uh, 2020 will be hindsight. Hindsight will be 2020. No. But thanks very much for coming on, Dean. It's been an right. absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, goodbye. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but, thanks, Dean. Uh, thank you, Dean. And <laughs> maybe Bye. later on the show, we will continue our revolving door of, mm. uh, of guests. Rich Walker. Claire looks kind of uncomfortable now. I, I she does, she, actually. She needs we'll to get back in her seat. We'll, I'll try and put Claire <laughs> whilst making the link to the next one. Oh, well done, Claire. You're playing ball. Uh, Rich. Yeah. You and I, we multiply. We go together. Do we? Like Rama Lama Lama, Badinga right. Dinga Dong. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's what we do. We're not divided. No. Hold on. Sorry. Let me consult my notes. See where you're going with it. We're this. not divided. Like the division two. Oh yeah, which is a word similar to divided division, yeah. and it has the same two divide sort of all, meaning. Yeah, yes, process of well, dividing. The, the division two. Mm-hmm. It's coming to PC. If you didn't know this, I know you generally wow. you it's, concern it's yourself really with, <laughs> with with consoles, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is coming to PC, so it'll obviously be available on UPlay and the Epic Games Steam. Store. No, uh, what I. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love that if the video does work and everything pans out, people will get to see the creative process here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good double take, Rich. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it isn't coming to Steam, in fact. What? I know. It is uh, It is coming to, as I said, uh, Uplay and the Epic Games Store uh, when it does release in March, March 15th. That's a big get, isn't it? Uh, that is a huge get. Now, we've mm. seen a couple of examples of PC exclusivity with, say, Super Meat Boy Forever, um, Super Giants game, what was that called again? Hades. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, there's a couple of others I can't remember exactly now. But we've seen a couple of them, but this is this is a biggie. And also, in the announcement, Ubisoft said that they're... Uh, they'll be releasing other games on the Epic Game Store throughout the year. Um, select additional titles was, was the actually the phrasing they used. So I don't know if that's, like, for example, like Far Cry, New Dawn. I yeah. don't know if that's going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store, if it's going to be on both. But again, it comes, it comes back to the deal the, that we mentioned when first talking about the Epic Game Store, which is that Epic are taking less of your money. Yeah. So obviously it's going to be more appealing to publishers and developers. I didn't know that Valve took 30%. You did, because we spoke about it on a previous fucking yeah, podcast. I forgot, but I've seen it again here in black and white. It's like, wow. You can understand why people would want to go to the Epic Store if they only take 12%. So 30%'s a big old chunk. Massive. It really is, yeah. And wow. I, I... See, I think exclusivity is... And I know it's a very unpopular opinion, but I think exclusivity can actually be good for the industry. Well, because it because br- yeah. competition is good. Yeah, definitely. So when you have, I quite enjoy it. I quite enjoy taking the the console wars to well, this to, is to also, the PC. This is also um, competitive exclusivity or whatever that doesn't affect the consumer, right? Because you can have mm. Steam and the Epic Store on your yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't affect you where you get your games from. But people it? still piss and moan because they want uh, all their games on Steam. Uh, or, or, or on one service, yeah, but but you're I sort right. Of understand that, but, but but you are right. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything to no. to to set Minor up an account. <laughs> Minor Maybe. inconvenience, yeah. yeah. But apart from that, this is good. Mm. This will hopefully make it more appealing for. Like Valve are going to have to maybe look at it now and yeah. see how they can entice developers to come to their or publishers to come to their platform. So yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if more start going over to the Epic Game Store, they're going to have to start paying attention, right? Uh, yeah, Chris mm. Early, Vice President of Partnerships for Ubisoft, said, quote, We entrust Epic to deliver a smooth journey for our fans, from pre-ordering the game and enjoying our beta to the launch of Tom Clancy's The Division 2 on March 15th. Epic continues to disrupt the video game industry, and the third-party digital distribution model is the latest example and something Ubisoft wants to support. So, uh, this, I think many people will be watching to see how The Division 2 performs on yeah, uh, on the Epic Game Store, and if it performs well, we may see other other big games coming to it as well. Yeah. So, Rich, I'm going to take a hard hard left turn here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it's it's quite hard to it's quite hard to make light of this story yeah. with certain things. Yeah. It's um it's heavy, weird. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and a lot of a lot to it. And as we said, what lawsuit was that? I can't remember. But we spoke about a lawsuit on here before. It might have been the Quantic uh, Dream stuff, maybe. But <laughs> sorry, that's, that's okay. Yeah. But we spoke. Yeah, we spoke about it then. That oh, in yeah, yeah. in the UK there are different laws 
to in America. In America, you can speak freely about lawsuits yeah. and stuff. But there are certain things that you can't really say here. Yeah. But anyway, all that leads us up Tread to... carefully is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Gearbox and specifically Randy Pitchford is getting sued by a former empl- uh, employee and friend of over 40 years. Yeah, some, some friend. Yeah, Wade Callender. So... Calendar, he was at Gearbox from 2010 until 2018. And uh, in that time, or I suppose, well, since that time, he said that uh, Randy Pitchford took, I don't know how you do this in secret, but he somehow took $12 million from the company, a bonus of $12 million uh, to fund his his own habits and all that. Now, one of those habits that got a lot of press was apparently, allegedly, allegedly supposedly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the lawsuit, let me find the actual wording. So, uh, in the lawsuit, it said that, uh, oh yeah, that uh, yeah, Randy Pitchford had a collection of underage pornography. Now, this was stored on a USB stick. Um, actually, yeah, I'll get, on, I'll get back to that. And also in the lawsuit, it said that Pitchford, in his parties, he would have, quote, adult men reportedly expose themselves to minors to the amusement of Randy Pitchford. Now, after this lawsuit was filed, Randy Mm. Pitchford went on uh, uh, a podcast. Actually, I think it's like a magic podcast. Yeah. uh, Called the Piff Pod. And in that podcast, he spoke about the USB and how it... Because how this the USB was discovered by a Medieval Times, which is the restaurant from the cable guy, isn't it? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, from, by a Medieval Times employee. And in that, yeah, they discovered a folder of well, what they said was pornography. Yeah. Now, uh, Randy Pitchford, on the podcast, he said that it was... Ca- <sighs> mm-hmm. He said that it was uh, images of a cam girl, wasn't it? Yeah. And... He said that her, either he said or it came out in some way, shape or form, that, oh, that was it, yeah. Her handle, her, her username or whatever, was mm. only 18. Yeah. That was her, how she went by. So Randy, uh, Randy Pitchford said that it was barely legal yeah. porn. So not underage. So not underage, mm. yeah. Uh, he also said, Pitchford, on Twitter about this lawsuit and these allegations, he said, the attacks made by my former friend and colleague have no basis in reality or law. He is simply trying to shake me down for money. We will win, but because lawsuits are pending, I can't comment as much as I'd like. I'm shocked by his lies. Thanks for your love and support. As a father, I find crimes against children to be especially repugnant. It is very painful that a former friend and colleague would lie to try to associate me with such vile behaviour in his own greedy pursuit of money. So yeah, and then he said, Gearboxer, yeah, gonna gonna fight this effectively. It's crazy. What a crazy story. Yeah, I mean, it's it, so it, it sort of broke on the Friday evening. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah quite late. Uh, yeah, as yeah. I was seeing it all take place, it was just, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, Bizarre. other than actually state the facts. We can't really, I, I don't want to comment, it's, you know, it yeah. is what it is and... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as more things come to light, yeah. it will be a developing story. So, yeah. 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 One to definitely watch. Yes. Um, but, Rich, one thing you can comment on mm. is God of War DLC. You're not yeah. getting any. 
But well, you can speculate because yeah. according to Corey Barlog, the director of God of War, he was speaking on the Game Over Greggy show and he said that he had pitched some DLC plans but they turned out to be, quote, too ambitious. See, now, I don't understand this because the basic kind of gist of this is that it would be similar in scope to The Last of Us Left Behind expansion. So why not do that then? That sounds great. Yeah, that that didn't seem too ambitious. No, no, maybe too ambitious. By that he means for. Uh, I, I was going to say resources or or time or. Mm. I don't know. I don't no, know exactly I, what he means by too ambitious. I'd uh, love more God of War. If, yeah, yeah, I I would too. And even yeah. whilst playing it, I did think the fact that there were a number of realms yeah. locked that I was going. Ah, oh, well, that's obviously yeah, that's DLC then, isn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. I guess not. So I, I don't particularly know. Like the PS4 has a. See, you know, you're, see, you're seeing this, seeing the magic happen now, right? <laughs> like the PS4 has a lot of games, yeah. right? So maybe Corey was thinking, well, I don't need to take people away from other games. Right. Because, you know, I want uh, to support uh, the oh, people's right, yeah, efforts yeah, 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 yeah. to play all the games, even on every, every console. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Because. Like, that's what it's, yeah. that's what it's <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. And Rocket League mm. is one of those games. You can play it on any platform. It's good, isn't it? And you can play it together yeah. as well. Yeah. So it now has full cross-platform play support. Hooray. Uh, PlayStation 4, PC, Switch and Xbox One players can all play together. Isn't that exciting, Rich? It is, yeah. Because, you know, we thought for a while this might not happen mm. with uh, Sony holding out on it. And, um, yeah. Now you can play it on all the consoles together in one big happy family. Cyanix said, Today's announcement is an important one for us here at Cyanix. It happened on Monday. Uh, because we know how much our community has wanted full, capital letters, cross-platform sport for quite some time. It's because of you, capital letters, <laughs> our fans and our generous partners and all systems and services that have made this possible in the first place. On behalf of the entire team, Thank you, Capital Letters, for your passion and persistence as we continue to do our best to make Rocket League the best experience we can. Still a very popular game, that Rocket League. It is indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but as popular as the Fortnites, but no. still quite well, popular. going to be my next question. Do you think Fortnite will now go fully cross-platform? Well, it's... It, that was it, another one on the list, wasn't it? It's, that, was, that were trying to do it. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. And there was another one as well um, that was fairly big. Urgh, I've forgotten, but yeah. There was another game that's trying to go full... Oh, Minecraft. Minecraft was trying to go cross-platform, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, but uh, PC, Xbox One and Switch players can play together. Yeah. Those, but, um, PlayStation 4 being more open. Mm, this is good. Which is good. Good news. Yeah, because it's nice playing with your friends. It is. <laughs> whether that be on other consoles. Yeah. Or in a or- game that it shouldn't really have multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Dragon Age 4 Dragon yeah. Age whatever it's called dra- the, the new Dragon Age mm. right the one that we got a little yeah. teaser during the Game Awards for well apparently Bioware is looking to implement multiplayer in it again yes yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, there was a job description for uh, for someone at Bioware who has quote experience developing multiplayer games uh, the applicant is apparently meant to be, I like this one, is meant to be a, quote, role model for the rest of the team <laughs> and will be responsible for delivering, quote, on the franchise vision as part of the project 
leadership team. That was in my job description. Was it? Be a role model. And uh, I think I fulfill that. Are you, is a penny all well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, do you, you think... You look up to me, don't you, you as a role model? <laughs> every day <laughs> of my life. Six years, you're senior. And you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it only six? Yeah. Looks like more. Thanks. I if I shave uh, off my beard, I'll look. But, <laughs> Rich, uh, Dragon Age, you have a bit more experience with the series yeah. than I do. Was there not multiplayer in two or something? Was there not no, like you? Are you? It was Inquisition. Inquisition. There was multiplayer in Inquisition. It, yeah, and I didn't play it actually. I just I don't want to play Dragon Age multiplayer. Do you know what I mean? How does it work? I I think it worked in a similar vein to Mass Effect 3's multiplayer. Oh, okay. Do you remember that? Mm. Um, yeah, basically you picked your own character and you fought waves of enemies. Uh, like I said, I didn't actually play the multiplayer because I play a Dragon Age game to play the story. Yeah. Um, and multiplayer just didn't hold any appeal for me. Maybe I should try it. I don't know. So it's there, this, it? They supported it quite well as well with free updates and stuff. So this announcement doesn't... No. What if it was co-op? What if it was you parting up with friends? If it was co-op... Because again, remember, I mean, very little knowledge in Dragon Age, but... Well, I mean, you have player in Inquisition kind of was co-op. I what, think it was, was it? four players, yeah. So, I don't know. I like co-op games when it's integral to the story, like, something like A Way Out or something like that. Mm. Yeah. but um, Rather than just tacked on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You yeah. can have fun, though. We had fun in Far Cry, remember that? Remember those true. days, Rich? Yeah, yeah. That evening? Yeah, that one evening, yeah, I remember that. That was, no, that was good that was fun, exciting. Yeah. I'll give you that. But I, I get what you're saying. You enjoy single-player games. Yeah. You I enjoy story-driven games. Yeah. One of your favourite games of all time, The Order 1886. Oh, yeah. Totally. L- loved it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Well, you will be delighted then that Ready at Dawn is looking to make a new AAA IP. A new one, though. So you're not getting The Order 1887. And if oh, memory serves, The Order 1886 does end on a cliffhanger, doesn't it? Does it? I think it does. It's a bit optimistic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, when, but it was, it it was quite it was quite ambitious it was and a good it, tech it, demo. It, yeah it was yeah. looked lovely, mm. boring enough yeah, at points exactly, yeah. And I remember seeing this at Gamescom, and the entire presentation that was given was just about the technology, mm-hmm. nothing about the game. It's like so, like metals would will like deform in this way, and wood will splinter, and this that and the other. I'm like, okay, yeah, good. What about the game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Uh, they're not talking about their new AAA IP as of yet either, really. But on Twitter, Ready at Dawn, uh, there, are, there was a posting somewhere, whatever, uh, for a AAA third-person action console title based on a brand, a re- brand new original IP. Mm-hmm. Um, to, uh, if, if they can use that tech... That they have that's the thing, and, and put it into a, a good game. Yeah, exactly. Something that's, you know, uh, lengthy, satisfying, quality. Yeah, they're capable. Mm-hmm. They could definitely do it. So, yeah, be interesting, I suppose. Bioware, also capable. And it's just mm. occurred to me, probably should have put this after the Dragon Age story, but hey, <laughs> ho, Anthem is going to have matchmaking, Rich. Mm. How happy are you about that? And it's going to have matchmaking in, quote, every activity. Oh, you won't use it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to know. Is this, that, is this not exciting? Is this... Uh, maybe for people who like multiplayer and playing with strangers, sure, but... Because in, oh, in Destiny, uh, 
was it the strikes or the raids? It was raids, was it? Where you couldn't, there, there wasn't public yeah, matchmaking. There wasn't, no, you had so to. You, so if you were, you yeah. know, Billy Nomates. You had to find a bunch as of. As I am, it's, it's only you. I don't have no other friends. Well, I mean, it was only because we streamed it that we got some of our community involved that we did the raid. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. So how, like, it's, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like playing alone. I'm just a loner. You are. You're an outcast. Yeah, I am an outcast. You have been acquired by THQ Nordic. I have, apparently. I enjoy that THQ Nordic have just gotten to a point now where they're just... Cause before, buying everything. Buying everything. Yeah. So before it was like, you know, uh, alone in the dark. Do you want the outcast? Do you want it? Oh, I like that. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. The last cocktail sausage at a party yeah. is like, uh, is, is anyone, is anyone yeah. having, because I would I'll acquire that, thank I, you very much. I, I'm not hungry, but I will have yeah. it. We got the money, yeah. why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they have bought the Ocast IP, and I wonder why. Do you have any history with Ocast? No, I know very little about it. I know they... Did they release, is it a remake or a reboot or something Well, there, that came out recently? Yeah, there was in 20, what day, or what year was it? 2017. It was remastered in 2014. That's right, And yeah. then, yeah, that remake, yeah. or remaster was, again, released on consoles in 2017. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I, really see much of that. <laughs> but yeah, flipping out, they've got, so they've got Alone in the Dark Kingdoms, Amala, Time Splitters, this. I'm sure they've bought other stuff, haven't they? I mean, Koch, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I thought they bought, like, um some other companies and stuff. I don't know. Um, did they buy Uncharted or something? <laughs> Maybe. No, did they, Maybe. they bought Naughty Dog. Sure. I'd but... love if THQ Nordic was publishing The Last of Us Part 2. That would be very exciting. Have you if got they an extra news story up your sleeve that I don't have uh, sources. I, I'm, I'm still working on that story, so right. maybe for next week I'll be able to tell you more. On to what we've been playing this week. And the most recent, the most prescient video game of the past seven days. Neither I nor you have played at Rich Walker. No. And that's why... I've called upon guest two of Video Gamer Podcast number 300, Mike Harridans. Hello, Mike. Hello, beautiful people. Oh, All right. To quote Freddie so Mercury. Uh, how are you, Mike? How are things? I'm very good, thanks. I am getting back into the swing of things after a lovely Christmas and New Year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a fortnight, so... You, it, yeah, like, you'd expect it's to. It's kind of getting to the stage where you can't really tell people, Happy, oh, happy New Year! Did you have a nice I, Christmas? I'm are you still, still doing in, it? Though? I'm still in Christmas mode. No, 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 no. I get beyond Happy New Year. You did have an extra week off, though, to be I fair. I did, yeah. Yeah, and um, I'm still yep. lazy. It. Lazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was bliss, mate. It was so nice. Uh, was, it was, it, was your feeling deluxe? It was. <laughs> Good. It was. Because yeah. lovely. Mike Harridans has been playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Not straight. I have. Actually, new, is it? It, no, speaking. no, not necessarily. It came mm. out, God, it must be... Three, four years ago? Was it ago? a Wii U launch title? Couple? It was a Wii U launch <laughs> title. Funny, I was just I thinking just that. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. So how, yeah, when did it come out? <laughs> it came out in November 2002, I believe. 2002? 2002? Wow, yeah. Oh, day. 2012, 2002. No, this isn't, no, that was Mario Sunshine. Sorry, 2002. <laughs> oh God, imagine if they re-released Mario Sunshine for... Hey, I could be onto something there. I mean, I would buy it. Would you though? Mario I mean, Sunshine was a good game. Historically, the shit Mario game. 
I don't agree with that at all. I think that game is incredibly underrated, but that's for another day. What I about presume. New Super Mario Bros? Is it called New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe? Have they dropped the U? No, it's New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. That's a long title. It is, yeah. is it a good game, though? It is. I think, it, I mean, it's interesting because you've got your 3D Mario games, like the Galaxies and the Odysseys, and you've got Ooh. the new Super Mario games as sorry, well. This, oh, you, sorry, you, you, you ooed me. What is the, it, Rich? The, <laughs> a Galaxy 1 and 2 collection would be great for Switch. Oh. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Take, take my money. I'm throwing yeah, money yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Take my yeah, money. Yeah. Be all over that. Yeah. Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um... It's, uh, yeah, because you've got your 3D ones and you've got, like, the new Super Mario Bros. range, which is, like, the kind of, like, the two, the more, the side-scrolling 2D kind of stuff, starting yeah. with the DS one, and this is very much falls into that mould. So it's it's similar to those. I mean, they even reuse some of the music tracks and the sound effects, but it's it's a really good game. I mean, the, the, the kind of the template still works really well. You know, you have your world map, like Mario 3 and stuff. You're going around, you know, through the courses you have, your thoughts in the middle, which is now you fight Boom Boom, as in the ape thing from Mario Brothers 3. They brought mm-hmm. him back. And you've got the castle where you have the uh, Cooper kid now. Yeah. Um, well, apparently they're not Cooper's kids anymore, which I really take exception to. I don't what, agree what with that. They they're just uh, They're just the Cooperlings, apparently, his uh, henchmen. But I'm okay. sorry, they are Bowser's children. I'm saying that now. <laughs> they are his kids. And, where did um, they come from, though? How did he conceive these children? That's another mystery. Fun, I'm guessing that's one of the many mysteries of the Mario universe, but I'd rather not think about that, to be honest. It's a scary thought. Um, but yeah, I'm, this one, you can play, um, it's up to four players. I play with my girlfriend's um, two-player, and it is great. I mean, you're on the screen, you share a screen, it's not split screen. And it's just really good fun because, like, when you hit a question mark, you're not fighting over an item because two pop out. So, like, okay. you know, I mean, like, for example, if you're small Doesn't Mario... the streets of rage, <laughs> fighting over <laughs> yeah, a turkey. Yeah, turkey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, for example, I'm little Mario, mushroom pops out. Uh, my girlfriend happens to be, like, already have a mushroom, so she gets uh, a fire flower or whatever. So it's really cool like that. It feels like it's... It's catering very well to all the people on the screen, so it doesn't really feel competitive in that sense. Could you yes. steal all the mushrooms and items for yourself, though? For you yourself? can. You can because... Oh, so, um, it do, I, so I give well, out two, but you yeah, can. You like can pick them up because good, I yeah. accidentally picked one up and stole one. Yeah, sure. Acc- I used to yeah. play Altered Beast <laughs> with my sister on the arcade, and, that's what you used and I'd to. steal all the little power-ups, so I, I became like the animal. Scumbag. <laughs> running around. I'd just be laughing. And, what what, yeah. what has this added? Uh, well, I never played the original game, so don't crucify me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it adds something called Peachette, which is basically you play as Toadette in the game. It's Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Toadette. Mm-hmm. And if Peach uh, Toadette gets this item, which is like a little yeah. crown, she transforms basically into Peach. I've seen so, that like, yeah. in the sort of news, so I think it must be new, right? I, I Otherwise, th- why would they highlight it as a so. thing? Yeah, and it's um, that obviously led to the whole Bowsette thing, which is obviously which a total apparently not a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not. not yeah, but that, no, that you, so you can't yeah. you can't turn into Bowsette. No, <laughs> no. But Peachette, she can float like in yeah. Mario Brothers too. I mean, they you mm-hmm. know kind of, kind of like had a little nod back to that, which is cool. And it's quite it is a useful item. I mean, it's it's cool. And you know, in terms of items, I mean, to be honest, like. You can't reuse the same things over and over again with these games. You have to have something new. So, like, the power-ups they do have are really cool. I mean, you have, like, you have like the Ice Flower. Do you remember from Mario um, Galaxy? I mean, that's right. back in it. But you have now 
I think it's it's basically a flying squirrel suit, which is actually really, really cool. It's Tanuki suit. That was in three. Uh no, not Tanuki, not Tanuki. This is like a squirrel. There's actually squirrel enemies and you have this kind of like you know, flying squirrels, you know. Yeah. You oh, have like almost like a little gliding yes, thing. the gliding thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So no to uh, no to as far as I know, Tanuki Mario isn't in this, but obviously he's in some of the other games, which mm. is cool. But I mean, yeah, they they mix, kind of mix those up. You still got your old favourites like the Fire Flower. And you know, it's I found the new Super Mario Brothers games in general to be quite easy. They were, the 3D games were like, for lack of a better term, the hardcore ones. But mm. new Super Mario Brothers U actually does feel like the hardest new Super Mario Brothers game because I've played them all now because I recently got uh, new Super Mario Brothers 2, which is, I mean, you've got like, I got like 71 lives on that. It's ridiculous. But this one actually feels quite, uh, quite challenging, which is cool. And there's, there's a great sense of like, uh, you know, working together because you can like bounce off each other's heads to like get so you still collect those golden coins, you know, mm. the three coins in each one. So you can bounce each other's heads mm. and obviously you can like obviously attack bosses together and stuff like that, which is really cool because obviously up until then it's been pretty much you against, you know, your your two players just been right, Mario dead. Now it's Luigi's turn, but having you together in that kind of classic two B two D Mario setting is really, really cool. I like mm. it. And it's, I mean, it's Mario. You know what you're getting. You got your flagpoles at the end of the thing. You mm. got the great music. You know, the the underground theme is back. You got your, you know, your lava levels, your the underwater levels and stuff. But it's still great because level design is still really, really good. They still managed to make the level. It still feels fresh. You know, the mushroom. King- Even though this game came out in 2012 or whenever. It was. But I haven't played it though, so to me, it's fresh. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, Should yeah. I buy it then? Because I've been on the fence, I've been considering it. Have you played the original? No, uh, it sounds like I should get it. You should get it. I, yeah, I seriously yeah. do. Even if you have, I mean, yeah, okay. Well, maybe if you have played it already, I mean, or a new Super Mario Brothers game, I'd still get it. But I, I, I'm guessing there's not really much reason to buy it if you already have it, kind of thing, because mm. you can just play the Wii U version. But if you like Mario and you never played it, absolutely, it's great fun, and the multiplayer is superb. It really is great fun, and it does feel quite challenging, which is. Good because the others are a little bit too easy, like I said. Cool. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you for having me on this landmark episode. Uh, I'll yes. be at briefly. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Toodles. Um, we will hopefully have guest three on later. Ooh. Per- perhaps. Exciting. Um, but Rich Walker. Walker is your surname. Bye, yeah. Mike. Bye. Uh, yes, it is. You have been. Like Mike revisiting his childhood mm. with Italian plumbers jumping on blocks or jumping, banging blocks with their heads. You have been becoming a ninja. I say yeah. this because I don't really know an awful lot about Animusha. I'll be honest. Mm, okay. So please do tell me. Animusha warlords. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is You say it? my childhood. I was probably about 20 when I got around to playing this. Your childhood. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. I've been looking at the reviews. It's been getting quite good reviews. And oh, Claire's dead. Claire, no. Go on, I'll pick up Claire and White. Um, yeah, I just was kind of shocked by how much it's dated, which I know in 18 years shouldn't come as a shock. But I remember thinking on the PS2, like, this was hot shit. This looked amazing mm. back in the day. And uh, it's funny the effect that nostalgia can have, isn't it, on your uh, kind of perception of things. So playing this was kind of a bit weird. But then it is 18 years, as you say. Yeah, yeah. And they've done a decent enough remaster jobby on it. Um, but there's, there's little niggles I had with it, like um, they've mapped the map button onto the left stick. So now you've got the improved 
left analog stick movement, mm-hmm. but in kind of a tense battle, you're prone to kind of click it, so it brings up the map screen while you're fighting, and it's like oh for fuck, and it does it does it pause the yeah, game? Yeah, pauses the game, but it's irritating. Yeah, it's really annoying. So like, you can be in the middle of a boss battle, and I don't know about you, like if it's a tense kind of fight, you kind of holding the controller tight yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah. and you yeah, you'll click the stick by accident. It's just a stupid place to put the map. Where it's where was it? On the on the left stick, like you push the stick in. Where was it originally? Where, yeah, I guess the select button. It would have probably been because I was, was going to say button. have they changed an awful lot? Like this is this is a remaster. This isn't a remake. Yeah. So does it does it look? It it's just basically the original game with a nice HD kind of overhaul, kind of a nice spin mm. polish, but um. Fundamentally, it's the exact same game otherwise. And, you know, you can kind of race through it in less than three hours. Um, oh, I did it in that like, sounds incredible. I know. If well, only is, every yeah. video game was like that. Well, back then, it was fine. It was perfectly acceptable for a AAA big release to clock in at four or five hours at the most. And um, I mean, there's extras and there's replay value. There's um, like the Oni, Oni Spirits thing, and there's um, within the game itself, there's. Um, no, that's what it's called, isn't it? No, the Dark Realm, where you go through different levels and you get a big um, bonus weapon at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, and there's collectibles and stuff and alternate costumes, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, other difficulty levels. I mean, for the price, it's not bad, but... Why, what price is it? It's £15.99. Okay. So, you know, it's all right. I think it would have been good if they, Capcom, would have um, remastered the original three and put them in a nice bundle and charged a bit more. I would have found that more appealing, I think. Has this made you want more Animusha? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, totally. I mean, it's not, it doesn't hold up particularly well, but it makes me think how good a new Animusha game could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been too long, man. I mean, like they, they released a browser game a few years ago. Did they? Is, yeah, called Onimusha Souls. That was the last thing that came out. From did the you franchise. Did you play it? No, I'm not interested in that. It's like a top down strategy thing. I'm whatever, intrigued by it. I, I won't lie. Yeah, nah. So uh, I think that came out on PS4. It doesn't interest me. Um, I want a proper full blooded Onimusha game. Is what mm, I want. See, old games don't interest me, Rich. No, I like new games. I like new games so much. Yeah, that I like the games that aren't even out yet. That's how that's how new the games that I'm wow. interested in wow. are. Uh, so I have played a game called Degrees of Separation, nice. which is a game from an indie studio called Moondrop. I've heard quite a it? bit about this. It's written by Chris Avalone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, so New Vegas and Follow New Vegas, Prey yeah. did Into the Breach last year. Did he? Yep. Oh, did what else has he done? Um, uh, the the big What's RPG thing, Banner made. Saga, isn't it? Or Pillars yeah. of Eternity? Did he do, um, I don't know. Let's just name did games. Do, um, did he do Torment, Planescape? Maybe do that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, not. I can't. I can't. I can't think. <laughs> yeah, but, but anyways, anyway, yeah, it's prolific. Story written by him, mm-hmm. and it's a two D puzzle platformer. You play as two different characters, Ember and Rhyme. Yeah. Uh, but these two characters can never meet really there is a, a hold, border hold. Mm, there is a border as there is between the six counties in Northern Ireland and the 26th of the Republic of Ireland yeah, yeah. separating the two a partition right. but there is a Good Friday agreement between Ember and Rhyme <laughs> so they can 
Uh, <laughs> is this an allegory for that? <laughs> yeah, perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Uh, well, I know you last. You're not too happy with borders hey, at the don't, minute. Don't, but lump me in with that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shimmering border between the two. Right. Uh, that you uh, both characters they can cross into right. the other person's realm effectively. Mm. Uh, but you use that that border yeah. to your advantage, or at least the. How the environment reacts to where the character's on screen. So I'll try and okay. explain this as best as okay. possible. So everything that rhyme passes or is on rhyme's section of the screen freezes. Which, which freezes or is extinguished. Okay. Or, you know, mm. that kind of basically makes it cold. Yeah. And everything on Ember's part of the screen either uh, illuminates or melts or whatnot. So a pool of water. Right. If that's on Rhyme's part of the screen, will obviously be frozen. You can mm-hmm. walk across it. If it's on Ember's side of the screen, you can swim in it, right. effectively. And it's very well communicated from the off and allows for like instant experimentation because there's plenty of optional scarves. So basically, the levels are quite open. Right. And not like massive, but like open enough that you can kind of search around and find these optional scarves. Right. That allow for even more experimentation because, say, Ember has the power to illuminate these these lanterns that yep. will raise platforms and doorways up. But then Rhyme can, uh, yeah, basically turn off the light and then the lower. So you've kind of it's a balancing act between the two, okay. but very very well done. Right. And the line is it depends on where the characters are on screen and their proximity to the other character. So right. it's not like there is just a straight line and that will never change. It it does change quite a lot. Okay. But it's it's really cool and an idea that I'm looking forward to seeing pan out in the actual finished game as I am the story as well. Right. The story is very, very sweet. It's okay. just a nice, pleasant thing where both Ember and Rhyme have woken up. Their, both their worlds are deteriorating and they must find out why. It's a fa- nice little fantasy story that's told through narration mm. akin to a CBC presenter telling right. kids a bed story. Like, do you know those, the ones that Tom Hardy has done and yeah, yeah, yeah. those kinds of yeah. things. Sort of a Jack that, type thing. That nice, pleasant yeah, yeah. delivery. Right. Uh, there are issues, though, at least when playing in single player, mm. because do you remember, now this is an extreme example of what I'm going to say. Do you remember the cave? Ron, Rod, not Rod yeah, Gilbert, he's the uh, Welsh comedian, Ron, Ron, Gilbert. Ron Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember how you had about seven different characters to control yeah. and you would flip back and forth? Three, yeah. I think you, had, you chose three of Oh, it was seven, three of seven. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. And you had to flip back and forth and yeah. it just meant a lot of uh, going over ground you had already covered. It was yeah. very, very annoying. Here, that doesn't happen as often because the characters are fairly close together mm-hmm. but there is still a little bit of that There's an element of that yeah uh, now you can is it hold or press okay but you, basically there's a call button and that will tell the other character to follow you but then sometimes the other character can be quite stupid and maybe uh, not make the jump that's in front of them right. fall, thus falling down the hole uh. or they can come up against an obstacle and not figure out, even though the obstacle is yeah. easily climbed over, they're like, I don't know what to do. Right. So you have to change them and then carry on. If that can be sorted before the game is out, 
that would be good. <laughs> uh, but we'll, maybe it's intentional. We'll maybe you have to do those bits yourself. Maybe it just the call button just makes it walk in a maybe straight line. Maybe. It's very annoying. Now, yeah. the Finnish game does promise more diverse worlds. It promises more powers for the characters as well. Like when they come together, the, well, the one that was in the, the bit that I played, when they came together, a large explosion released, mm. propelling characters right. every which way. It's like crossing the streams in Ghostbusters. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so there is scope here for something that could be pretty decent. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, like after playing it, I'm probably more excited than I was before I had seen a it trailer and cool. like that. Or, or hot, whichever. You yeah, yeah. 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 I also, I suppose, carrying on the theme of playing games before they come out, mm. I've played another game before it has come out, Rich Walker. Me too. Resident Evil 2. The one-shot demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you complete it? No. What? Of course I didn't. What? Is it easy to complete? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It really is. It took me 15 minutes and that was me going kind of slow. Um, but then I am familiar with the layout See, of this I, game. I'm not. I have yeah. no reverence for Resident Evil oh, 2. It's the best. Whatsoever, it's really. It's the best. I played it, uh, and you can read uh, a feature I did on Resident Evil 2 on mm, videogamer.com. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Where I spoke about how, as a child, yeah, I, d- I, didn't, I didn't play Resident Evil 2. Mm. I, I rented it and I played a bit of it, found it very scary. I never played it again. You'd, I, have, I mean, been, I'm a, you'd have been 10. I yeah, guess, I was right? like, yeah, probably yeah, when so I, I rented 16, it. So I was 10, 11, maybe pushing 12. I was the right age, I think. Oh, hold on. Was it an 18 or a 15? Maybe I wasn't the right age. Either. I don't know, actually. I can't remember. But either way, I played it. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I might have played it at a friend's house and stuff, but I never like properly mm. delved into it. So I, I just, I don't know. I, yeah. I understand why people like it. And that's fine. You're not. You don't have to like. You don't have to have an opinion on every fucking thing. Yeah, you do. So yeah. I, I think People Resident Evil Twitter Two would beg to differ. <laughs> Resident Evil Two, fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I said, look, this demo has given me another chance to give it a go. We've previewed it three times now, and every time, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. And every time, it's been like this is a good game. Yeah. So I we said have as well, actually. Now that I think have, yeah. about it, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's then try it. <clears throat> and do you know what? I really liked it. Okay. I thought the 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 tension, mm. the 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 scares were appropriately timed and and doled out in such a fashion yeah, that yeah. it did make you jump. Even like there's a part where you open a locker and a cop comes out of the that got thing. me. That terrified that, that the living me. shit yeah, 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 out yeah. of me. That, yeah, I admit that that did get me. What about this? This sort of um. Some really nasty gore in there as well. Some real body horror stuff. Oh yeah, like the bit where you pull the cop from under the shutter. The little cutscene bit. Or the body, or the yeah, yeah. yeah no, but then was. the, the cutscene bit where you he is yeah, a, move the guy's head and his and jaw just, is uh, hanging on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nasty. But um, yeah. Oh, can't wait for this game. So how is this a different part to what you had played before? Uh, well, the first time round, Dan. My boss had uh, previewed it and he played that section. Mm. And then the second preview was someone at E3 playing a different bit. No, it wasn't. No, it was me playing the Claire William Birkin bit. And then I've had four hours with the two campaigns. Um, So no, I hadn't actually played this bit to answer your question. Um, No, Dan did that bit. So it was kind of new-ish, me revisiting this. Have you you had your feel of Resident Evil 2 yet? Like up until... 
the game actually comes yeah. out? Do you not want to just... I mean, I've like played five hours of it already. And it's mm. kind of, yeah. But I'm looking forward to playing it all in sequence and doing it properly and, you know, really digesting the whole thing. Because you could complete Resident Evil 2 originally in roughly three hours. I think this is going to be a lot, lot bigger. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm excited Was to see both, what else is new. both scenarios you oh, no, completed no, no. for... No, because you had two discs in the original game and there was A and B scenarios for both characters. Mm. Now there's just a scenario for each character. One unified whole. So I guess... Yeah, actually, I'd be interested so to see more from Claire. From Claire's base. I think I've mm. played mostly Leon. Or, yeah. Anyway, there's still loads to discover. I mean, I've mm. played a shitload, but already I can tell there's a lot more I haven't seen. So. I, do you know what this did make me think, though? This one-shot demo is that I like demos. Demos yeah. give me a chance to actually try out a game. Mm. And I actually think it's a clever way to do a demo because it doesn't give you too much and it doesn't exactly. give you too little. It's a I, it, good like, taster. The half an mm. hour, I think, is plenty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and if you want to, like, it's easy to get around. Yeah. You can log in with different accounts or create new accounts. I think even on Steam, yeah. there was a way to delete it's your still the same data or something like that. Se- little section you're playing mm. over and over. So I don't know. I just, I'd love it if they made a comeback. Like, even this demo has performed very well in the mm. first weekend. It's been downloaded. Well, Capcom seems to be like very a million much times behind demos because they're yeah. doing a Devil May Cry 5 one. Mm-hmm. They've got this one. And Resident Evil 7 had seven the beginning, had beginning hour. hour thing. So, yeah, Capcom, I feel like a, the biggest publisher keeping it alive at the mm. moment, the, the demo thing. I'd love to know what the sort of um, figures are, like translations from demos to sales. Yeah. You said there was someone who said it halves. Yeah, in, in 2013, there was a, 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 a talk from a man called Jesse Shell, who is right. at the Dice Summit, who said that game demos, demos in 2013, yeah, halved sales yeah. of games. And people, the most sales came from, came from people who just saw a trailer because once they're interested, the only way they can play it is to buy it, I suppose. I suppose. No, that's, a, that's a while ago, yeah. so I wonder what the case is now. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly? Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Rich Walker, and you, Josh Wise, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer. Hi, Josh. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Bring it on. Bring it on. I hope your voice can be heard over the microphone. I'm pretty sure it can be. But we couldn't have Video Gamer Podcast 300 without Josh Wise, so that's why... Yeah. yeah. No, no, damn right. I'm going to see if I can reclaim my Who Am I crown. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You served me last no. week with an early guess. So, <laughs> clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 1976. What? Stop. Lying Rich Walker. Down. A space invader. Incorrect. Stop. Rich L- Walker. The little ping pong ball from Pong. Incorrect. Stop. Rich Walker. Pac-Man. Incorrect. Stop. Miss Rich Pac-Man. Walker. Incorrect. <laughs> Clue number two. Since then, I've been in countless video games with my most recent appearance 
coming last year. Stop. Rich Walker. Jumpman. Incorrect. AKA Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number three. I've appeared in RPGs, sports games, and even a first-person shooter. Stop. Rich Walker. Mr. Game and Watch. Incorrect. <laughs> Damn. Game Watch hasn't been in a bloody first-person shooter, has he? Well, no, I, just, I thought I'd give it a go. Clue number four. Prior to appearing in video games, I first popped up in a pen and paper RPG. What? Ooh. And clue number five, almost everything about me can change, given the game I'm in. But I think that's why people like me. I'm just me. <laughs> uh, stop. Rich Walker. A uh, little me, amiibo, me, a me thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> a a customisable character. Stop. Rich Walker. A customizable character. Uh, just a template. And this uh, week's really? winner. No way. <laughs> You're joking. Is Rich Walker. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. What? Just the concept of a customizable character? Basically, I would have accepted me or you or a created <laughs> character or a customizable character. Brilliant. Wow. So to go... <laughs> That's amazing. Like that. To go through the clues, clue number one, my first appearance in video game came in 1976. I mean, it's hard to track down, but Adventure by Will Crowther, I suppose, okay. uh, which is credited as being the first text adventure game. Wow. Uh, clue number two, since then, I've been in countless video games with my most recent appearance coming last year, uh, like Fallout, Surely FIFA. must have been one this year. <laughs> <laughs> clue, clue number three, I've appeared in RPGs, sports games, and even a first-person shooter. Yeah. Clue number four, Prior to appearing in video games, I first popped up in a pen and paper RPG. Yeah. And clue number five, almost everything about me can change, given the game I'm in. But I think that's why people like me. I'm just me. No. Well way. done. I thought, that is mad. I really thought that that was one that was going to have to fall by the wayside. No, no, no. But no. well done, Rich. Thank you. I don't uh, know how the hell I got yeah, that. Yeah, no, well done. That's a sneaky one. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that one. I should have got that. Uh, questions. There is... Comments. Queries. <laughs> Those are all terrible impressions. Can you, you guess what they are, Dan? No, but only because I heard you guys when I came in what you were saying they were, but they still don't sound anything right, like what it. What if I do them on their own and you can guess? Okay. Oh, all right. I mean, yeah. Questions. <laughs> is, is that, that's Chris Tarrant. Yeah, Hello, yeah. welcome yeah, to yeah, Who yeah. Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> exactly, yeah. There is. Oh, wow. is, that, is that Bane or a pirate? <laughs> Pacino. I mean, the oh, hoo-ha Pacino. gives it okay, away, yeah, it really. Yeah. Uh, theories. No, that's shit. That's terrible. No, forget that, it. That was no, Frank Spencer. Why does that mean nothing like no, him? I know. I know. That wasn't. That was poor. Let's leave it. Let's move but, on. But still, I enjoyed it. Thank you very Thank much, you. Rich. Uh, so, again, because it is episode 300, we have our final guest of the show, the lovely Dan Webb. Thank Hello. you, Dan, for coming on. No worries. And this is where you get to talk to your people, because this is, the part, of, yeah, this is the part of the show where we take, que- take questions, theories, comments, queries. From the lovely Video Gamer Podcast listeners. You might recognise the name from the stream. Oh, uh, wow. You might, you might, yeah, yeah. I know everyone, every <laughs> single one of all of our audiences. You can email us at any stage throughout the week, podcast at videogamer.com, or you can answer the reply, or reply to the tweet that we send out every Tuesday before we record the show. Dr. Luigi got in touch. 
Dr. <laughs> Luigi had a lot of questions. Dr. Luigi said, has Capcom shown too much Resi 2? Will there be a Switch Pro and how pissed off will people be? Will Death Stranding have any gameplay or do we just ramble about weirdly? Will we ever get a good rugby game? Brackets, who cares? DLC, when does it end? Should we do this one at a time? Do, yeah, and a very, very very swift answer is what I'm looking for here. Right. Has Capcom shown too much Resi 2? Yes and no. Wow, why does <laughs> Dan, it on the Dan, can you give me a more concrete answer? I would say... No, because it's a game that we already kind of know, and it's a mm. game from many years ago. We, we pretty much know what the game's about anyway, so they're trying to resell it as a completely new product. So I'm going to say no. I'm especially going to say no because of the demo. I thought the demo was excellent. I played a lot and I still want more, actually, so, you know. That, so that you're changing you. your answer. I am. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's not no at all. <laughs> <laughs> will there be a Switch Pro and how pissed off will people be? I, I don't know if there will Why be. Nintendo they? don't have a history of no. updating Iteration. their consoles. No. So, I agree. unless you count the DS. Uh, will Death... Okay, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I am completely wrong. You're spun on. Will or Death... Game Boy, sorry. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. So do you know what? There will be. But, uh, but they've not done that in like, what, 10, yeah, 15 long, years? No, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, will Death Stranding have any gameplay or do we just ramble about weirdly? just ramble right weirdly with big boxes on your back. You're just a big postman, right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're just going from door to door. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. Yoku's Island Express was terrific. So <laughs> oh, the more postman games, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, will we ever get a good rugby game? No. No. I don't I think it's too complicated. I think it's too complicated. Sport, yeah, it doesn't translate well to video games. But then ma- no, people like Madden games. Really? Yeah. EA Rugby used to be okay. Did I suppose really? John, yeah. John, Lomo, John Lomo. John Lomo yeah. was great, actually. Yeah. I didn't know. Because there's very few similarities between rugby and American football other than the shape of the ball. The shape of the ball. Oh, that right. is the main similarity. Sort of well, as well. well if it's all a union league, so. Mm. Yeah. Is it fair point? Uh, DLC, when does it end? Never. Never. No. I think DLC no. I think, I think it has ended. I don't think DLC is a thing. Really? Like, well, I, I suppose, let me rephrase that. Sing, single player DLC. So, Assassin's Creed? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, Ross got in touch. Congratulations, balloon emoji. The 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 other oh, the, the popper emoji. Uh, what is your favourite thing you have talked about on the podcast? Doesn't have to be games. My vacuum cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> that's a recent highlight, and it only happened last week. I can't think of anything else. Can you remember any highlights, Dan? <laughs> I, I, I especially liked. Well, it wasn't me because obviously I'm not on it very often. But I liked. Uh, Mike talking about um, what was the one that we were listening to upstairs? Well, we just kept listening to it back. His reaction over something. Oh, was it his reaction to Resident Evil Two during E3? No, or it was no? it was some kind of British thing. Was it a soap or? Oh, I can't yeah. honestly remember. Do you know though, because we we replayed it. Yeah, upstairs. I do. I do remember that, but I can't around. remember what it was. I don't. I don't really know. Every week is a new oh, journey. Isn't it? That's the through delight. And yeah, never do I finish the podcast and go, fuck's sake, Rich could have pulled up his socks there and oh, delivered yeah. a better performance. It's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's... it's I don't know. It's Rich, Rich, it probably it's is. The the yeah. Joseph got in touch. With the gift-giving season just gone, do you remember the worst video game you ever got for Christmas or birthday? I'll never forget the time I asked for Rogue Squadron on the N64 and my brother instead got me Virtual Pool 64. It's like for Bone Storm and getting the Carvalho's yeah. button challenge, right? Uh, mind you, I played the shit out of that pool game. Dan, any, any memories of a game that you got for Christmas or a birthday or anything and you went, oh... Oh, this is shit. <laughs> no. I, I don't know if I do either. I, I wasn't really I gifted oh games. Yeah. I used to buy them myself out right. of pocket money. Mm. So I don't think my parents wanted me to play video games, right. so they didn't buy me video games. 
even though they bought me my first console. So yeah, no, my parents used to buy me video games all the time. I was quite a spoiled brat, really, thinking about it. <laughs> but what what was the occasion where you went? It was Christmas. I think I was eleven. So God, nineteen ninety three, I guess. Good maths. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, there was some Mega Drive shaped like presents under the tree. Mm. And I was expecting like Street Fighter 2 or something like that, or a game I'd really, really wanted. And um, I, un- I unwrapped it and I got Terminator 2, the Menacer light gun game. And I didn't have a Menacer light gun. Oh, wow. So I had to play it with the D-pad, just moving the cursor around, shooting oh, the stuff. God. It was all right, but it wasn't what I wanted. Mm. Um, did you get I Street Fighter 2 in the end? I did eventually. I had to trade in. Two, I had to trade Terminator in two. 2. No, I didn't. I actually kept that. I still got it. Really? Yeah, weirdly. I traded in a couple of games to get Street Fighter 2 and I still paid 30 quid for it and it was used. That's how expensive games were Christ. back in the day. Yeah, right? I don't know how good we've got it, honestly. No, because inflation-wise, it should be about 80 quid now. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, it's great. Or even more. Yeah, like 100 uh, maybe. Michael asks, why did January become a hot new window for games? Kingdom Hearts 3, Resi 2 Remakes, Tales of Vesperia and Animusha Warlords Remastered. Will publishers ever realise... That uh, what a barren time June to August is. Can we get some games over there, please? I also, congrats on 300 episode lads. I think publishers are starting to release more. I games think they have for slowly. a while. I, th- I think the Q1 has become a more popular window, but mainly because of delays. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everyone was uh, running uh, away from Red kind of, Dead this year. Yeah, exactly. last year. Yeah, but but still, January is barren, or January uh, June to. To like yeah August you know until Madden comes out. Name the last big May. July release. I can't think. Arkham of Asylum was, was well. The, uh, Arkham Asylum was in the, was, was that in, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you got to remember? Also, though? last the first Last of Us was like June as well. I'm sure it's been the odd one because like yeah, there's for, the, there was a period occasionally. where Rockstar were like we're taking May and mm. June. Like where, LA Noir was that like yeah, May? May yeah. the, the first Red I Dead was Max May. Payne was May as well. Yeah, Payne three. I don't want games coming out in June because with E3, they'll just fall by the wayside. We, no, July though, July. Th- July's all right. We mm. are, it's quiet for us in July. Yeah, July's a good month to release stuff, but um, no, just publishers no. don't tend to. There must be a reason. There's got to be a reason. Oh, it's still the age old reason. Yeah. And enjoying life well, yeah. like, rather than sitting indoors. Yeah, yeah, just play your backlog. I'm sure everyone's got a backlog nowadays, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Easily. <laughs> Uh, Sean asks, uh, well, first he says, congratulations, guys. How will you be celebrating 300? How about a drinking game? You have to take a shot every time someone swears. Fuck that. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be pretty bad. Yeah, no. Uh, and Alec Norton says, to celebrate the, the occasion and reflect that I've been here since double digit days, what are Rich's top 300 makes of vacuum cleaners? Right, okay. So, certainly could <clears throat> Um... The shark, obviously. Very obviously, good. it's brilliant. Uh, the the Mila used to sell a lot of those when I worked House Fraser. Quite <laughs> okay. high quality mm-hmm. bag, okay. bag okay. based cleaner. Um, yeah, I mean the G Tech is supposed to be quite good. Uh, my nan has one of those, and she swears by it. Uh, I love that he hasn't mentioned that we've got one upstairs. We've got one upstairs. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah go. that's mm-hmm. good. That's the office vacuum cleaner. So that that tells you something. Dyson, the guy's Brexiteer, so don't buy his vacuums. Right? Mm. Agreed. He yeah. does make fine hand dryers, though. He, he, he really is quite good. Yeah, yeah, but everybody else is making them now, right? Yeah, true true enough. enough. Yeah. Mm. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer the blade where you dip your hands in, or the blade where it's out there, out in the open? Oh, like where you where you go in? Because no. I, I like being but encased you've got, you've got in this of a, robot's mouth. You've got a tray of sort of <laughs> manky water at the bottom, though. 
Ah, but you don't put your hands down that far. No, no but what happens if they blow it against the side and then you've touched yeah. the side where other people have I bet touched? I've not seen... Don't touch the side! <laughs> I, I'm seeing less of the blade like this mm. and more of the blade like that. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Thing. That's not helpful for a podcast, is it? I don't. <laughs> we're filming well, it. We're, 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 people are still going to be right. listening to it. I'm seeing fewer of the Dyson blade where you dip your hands in yeah. and it's like a trough. Uh, and more of the ones that are like a traditional. But even it's weird because it, it blows it separate ways. It like, uh, do you know, it, 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 it doesn't more just like blow. A robot, though, doesn't you, it? Like a big like robot yeah, head. Like it blows yeah, it does. diagonally like out left and right. Like in your hands. I don't like but, it. Do you not think this is a brilliantly designed thing? And there's a reason. But hang on, where, where, where you, you're? Ah, I see what you're doing here. You're trying to get away from the three hundred Hoovers. That's what you've done here. I can't think of another two hundred ninety-seven vacuum. <laughs> you haven't the one with the face. How have you oh, not? Oh, Henry. Yeah, oh, Henry. Yeah, industrial strength. We had a Henry. Back in uh, my last flat. Yeah. It was superb. Didn't do the job, yeah. yeah right. It makes you happy just looking at his little face. 296 to go. Go on. Um, the traditional. What about the one which had no motors or electronics at all that you just pushed around? A brush. <laughs> no, it's like... A dustpan like, and brush. The, there was an upright... I know, I remember, yeah. Oh, it yes. Just, you know, it took up the stuff on its own. That's good. Pretty good. Uh no, That's it. I'm done. Mm, yeah, okay. Well, it, it was a valiant effort. Yeah. Thank you very much. So four or five? Um, I, I was about, yeah, it was five or five. five yeah. Yeah. No, well done, Rich. Yeah, there was well a done. question here from David Ayres as well, who's the guy in the stream who was asking favourite podcast memory, but I think we covered that. And we with the vacuum cleaner. Last week's the vacuum yeah. cleaner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. So, yeah, that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. And if you have listened to any of the previous 299 episodes thank you very much as well and thank you very much lovely Rich Walker oh, thanks thank it's, you it's been an me on here. utter delight doing the podcast with you on a weekly basis oh, thanks, I may start to cry so I'll have to <laughs> wrap it it's up it's not like we're ending the podcast to forever. 300 okay. more Woo! yay happy 300 us yeah exactly aren't we fantastic yeah. uh, so <laughs> if you want an extra bit of podcast you can head to patreon.com forward slash video gamer mm-hmm. where you become a VGBG VIP for the small fee of $4.50 and you get next bit of this podcast and you get it a day earlier and you get four monthly podcasts as well you can what else can they do Rich I have a thing see I'm um, they can Twitter, the Twitter us uh, yeah you can also follow I myself on Twitter at Conor underscore Hearn Rich is at WA 2 Dan is at underscore Dan Webb Dean is at the Dean Abdu Mike is at at Mike Harridan's and Josh is at Joshy Wise. Fucking get in. Oh, nice. And video gamers and all of your relevant social networks Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at videogamer.com, and on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash videogamer TV. But for all of your video gamer needs, just head to videogamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu so say goodbye Dan Webb goodbye say goodbye Rich Walker goodbye that was and 300 goodbye say goodbye Colm Ahern Sloan Gaffall <laughs>